Justin Trudeau seems to be in a peck of political trouble. All of this over allegations, and it's not just allegations, there is considerable evidence that the Chinese meddled in two election cycles, 2019-2021. The guy with the scoop is Robert Fife, who along with his colleague Stephen Chase has been chasing this story and bringing new light to it almost every single day. Robert Fife joins us right now. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John. Let's start by winding things back. I mean, I know we have the controversy over whether or not there should be an inquiry, but can you give us the sort of um, Cole's notes on exactly what form this meddling took and how it might have influenced the election outcomes? Well, uh, Ch- uh, China has uh, put its sights on Canada, as it has other countries, to try to influence people who may be elected to parliament. And their uh, interference operations are largely uh, based in Toronto, uh, out of the consulate, which is the epic center of of the interference operations, and also in Vancouver. And that's because there are large uh, mainland uh, Chinese-Canadian communities in the greater Toronto area, as well as in Vancouver. And what they do is they utilize um, community groups, proxies within the community groups to try to influence people's voting uh, habits uh, to get them to vote for the preferred candidates that they want. Uh, They also, uh, according to CESA's documents, have used cash uh, transfers, undeclared cash transfers. They've had companies hire international students who are studying here in Canada and pay them to work as volunteers on campaigns. They've also, um, according to the CSIS documents, if you make a contribution, if you're a friend of the consulate, uh, you make a, a contribution to a campaign, they they will make up the difference uh, once you get your tax receipt back. So it, it's it, these are all illegal. And then the biggest methods that they use are is, uh, so, is disinformation campaigns, which they use through uh, friendly uh, Chinese language media, uh, also on uh, uh, social media such as WeChat. So it's it's very sophisticated. Um, they we we've got documents, for example, the consul general in Vancouver uh, bragging about how she helped defeat uh, two conservative MPs in the 2021 election campaign. And the goal, uh, according to these documents, was that CSIS wasn't all that happy with the Liberals, but they were the better, best alternative compared to the Conservatives. And so they wanted uh, to defeat Conservatives who were MPs who were unfriendly, or candidates who were unfriendly to, to China, and, uh, and to uh, have a Liberal minority. But as one Chinese diplomat said, we don't want them to have a majority because we like it in a minority because they fight all the time in, in Parliament and they can't do anything that would probably impact China. Now, it's one thing to put your finger on the scale, I guess, in an election that goes back, you know, various countries, hundreds of years. Um, But is there the allegation that there are some genuine assets within government or within parliament who are actually working not on behalf of Canadian interests, but only on behalf of Chinese interests? Uh, Yes, I think that's probably the case. Uh, You have to be very careful with that because um, I don't want to impugn the reputations of people, but I think that is, I think that is true. Um, you know, you see it when people don't vote um, 
on issues like uh, uh, Parliament will vote unanimously um, on human rights abuses against uh, Uyghurs calling it a genocide and some of the people who China has favoured walk out of the house do not uh, don't vote on those on, on those kind of issues or don't vote on uh, issues of Taiwan things like that so yeah they're they're definitely um, are some people who seem to express views very sympathetic to the Chinese government. So the latest wrinkle in this, Robert Fife, as you report in the Globe and Mail, is that some former high-ranking liberals are saying Justin Trudeau can't dog this much longer or dodge this much longer, that he's really mm-hmm. he's going to have to have an inquiry. You know, uh, when you have people like Jean-Pierre Kingsley, who's the longest-serving chief electoral officer in the country, when you have people like Dick Fadden, who was CSIS director, but also the national security advisor to Mr. Trudeau and Mr. Harper, a highly respected nonpartisan public ser- former public servant, and you even have people like Jerry Butts, who was, you know, best friends of Mr. Trudeau, uh, was his principal secretary. All of these people are saying we need to have a public inquiry. Why? Because we need to assure Canadians that our democratic process has not been compromised by foreign interference. I mean, this inquiry doesn't just have to focus on China, for example. It could focus on Russian interference. We know they, are, they also try to influence election campaigns as well. Uh, through uh, social media and bots and whatnot, as they did in the United States. But China is the bigger one because, um, and, and these ceases have said, China is the number one country that is the greatest threat uh, because they're able to use their uh, proxies in uh, in the communities, uh, in the GDA and, and uh, Vancouver, to try to influence and elect people that that may be sympathetic to China or at least non-critical of China. Robert Fife, thank you, sir. You're welcome.